we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Tuesday, July the 20th, 2021. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joe, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York, where we're experiencing actually a very intense blood moon right now, which is pretty cool. Um, But the moon has been like blood red for hours, which is crazy because it doesn't normally stay that long. My hot take for tonight, I missed last week due to a like bevy of professional and personal issues. Um, Issues makes it sound worse than it was. I was just really busy last week, so I couldn't come on. My hot take is a direct counterpoint to your podcast last week, and that is that I'm sick and tired of everybody talking about Shohei Otani all the time. I don't want to take anything away from the guy. I think he's amazing, but we're spending 90% of our time, and by we, I mean the baseball media apparatus. We're spending 90% of our time talking about a guy who's playing for a last place team. Like, fourth, third, fourth. We're not last place. Oh, sorry. Fourth place team. Fourth place. Like, he's a he's an anomaly uh at best he's not a he's not a factor in this baseball season other than as a novelty and i think he's a he's an amazing talent he's a freak of nature absolutely and he should even if he played not a single game for the rest of the season i think that he should win the mvp of the american league but I'm sick of hearing like 90% of the coverage of baseball be about this guy who's playing for a team that is objectively bad. Well, I yeah, said- you just hate it because he can't speak without using an interpreter. No, I don't hate him. I really <laughs> like him. I'm just kidding. I really like him. I really uh, like him. I think he's an amazing, I, I, he's an amazing athlete. I don't want to take say- anything away from him. I just think that like, I'm sick of hearing about him. Like, you know, can I say talk in our to defense, me about the Giants? Like, why am I hearing so much more about the Angels coming out of the the West? Oh, I'm sorry, different league. Same state. Same state. Why am I hearing so much more about the Angels coming out of California than the fucking San Francisco Giants? Well, like, Oakland. give me a break. Well, I just want to say in our defense, I mean, we are ostensibly a baseball podcast and Shohei Otani is sort of a singular baseball event. So it has to be discussed on a certain point. Right, but not constantly. Well, I can't claim credit for everybody else talking about it because we were probably the first people to talk about it. All through the entire all-star break, it's like, oh, Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani is going to win the home run derby. He's going to start the all-star game as a pitcher like, Give me a Sam, if you don't remember, I was really ringing the bell for Shohei Otani before the season. I don't know if you yeah, remember. No, no. And I just I, want to make sure that everybody remembers that. So I'm going to keep talking about the rest. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. And I, yeah. I do think that if he stopped playing baseball today for religious reasons or whatever, he still wins AL MVP, and I think he yeah, would I I get you. I get you. I get where you're coming from. Um, but I, my response to that, my response to that is what you're sick of 
is the terrible baseball organization that is the Anaheim Angels, who are wasting the singular talent by going the 46 and 47 right now in fourth place in the AL West, just like they wasted the singular talent of Mike Trout. Right. Well, they haven't fully wasted either of them yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Uh, yet. Yet. You are correct. You are correct. <laughs> right. This is a this is a team that has two generational talents on it, and is still in fourth place. Right to the Mariners, they're behind the Mariners. They're behind yeah. the Mariners. We got jack shit. Fucking <laughs> no, right, that's a good hot take. All right, moving on. Also joining us as per usual is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? It's going good, Joel. I'm coming to you from d- decent enough Seattle, Washington, where. My friend is running for city attorney. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Which is really bizarre. Like, she was really good friends with my wife. I mean, and I know her. She's she's awesome. But she's, like, running for city attorney on an abolitionist ticket. <clears throat> and hey. it's, like, got all this rec- – got all these, uh, like – uh, recommendations you know she's got the what's the what's the political when endorsements. endorsements yeah she's got endorsements from all these kind of crazy places and i'm like holy shit my friend is going to be city attorney in seattle yeah she's like abolitionist yeah like, you should ask her if she wants the official dump we will endorse her endorse her right <laughs> i feel like that's yeah, nicole thomas kennedy right for city attorney yeah that, 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 well that's not but that's not my hot take i just i'm just kind of wait what's your name it, say but, your name again. yeah what's her name say your name again nicole thomas kennedy yeah vote for no nicole thomas what kennedy kennedy oh her name sounds like a politician <laughs> there you go there it is she's yeah. a yeah. Kennedy. <laughs> maybe she'll be president anyway, uh, <laughs> But my, but for real, my hot take is that I decided that uh, WWF style wrestling is superior to mixed martial arts or UFC fighting. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. I, with I that. would rather watch the WWE than watch the UFC, and I'm not sure why I came to this, except for maybe like it just seems it seems like a hot take. So I just thought I'd put it here in the hot take. I'm with you. Yeah. I kind of hate. I, I just hate mixed martial. Arts. I hate. Yeah, UFC. no, UFC sucks. Conor, oh, what's his I, dick and Dana White and all these fucking yeah. dick cars running around and, and they're. And doing I say thing. that dump on the ump is officially anti Joe Rogan. Oh gosh, can we be? Can we do that? Yeah. Like anti Joe. <laughs> oh I hate that fucking fat fuck. That's a <laughs> that's a dangerous line to walk as an all male like sports podcast yeah. too. Oh yeah, we've just alienated every yeah. single possible family ever. Out. That's not true. Like everyone that maybe would have liked us now doesn't like us anymore. Or would have been tried us. Now Nicole Kennedy is not going to get elected. Right. <laughs> Bunch of Seattle anarchists are like, fuck that. I don't want to listen to this stupid podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I Uh, so like my final point though on that was that like they they're just like sort of doing these weird drama storylines that are just as fictitious or sort of contrived as all the things that the WWE you know exists on, basically, like all this sort of like high school drama crap that kind of plays out into a physical space is like the wwe's like playbook and the ufc is just copying it and they're just fuckers fuck those fuckers yeah i uh the thing that like 
I, you know, I appreciate certain aspects of UFC and mixed martial arts in that, uh, in their kind of quest for legitimacy, um, because they're wildly popular and don't essentially it's like boxing is like millions and millions of dollars and UFC is like more popular and it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so I appreciate their quest for legitimacy in the kind of like violent arts sort of uh, uh, athletic realm. Uh, I just don't enjoy watching two people beat the living shit out of each other and like breaking each other's bone. Like I don't enjoy any of, I don't like enjoy seeing somebody laying on their stomach and then somebody who's like kneeling on their back and like trying to punch their nose from behind like that. No, I, that doesn't do it for me. Well, I just want well, the one thing I wanted to say actually is I said at some point mixed, mixed martial arts and I don't mean to just, disparage mixed martial arts actually like that's an important caveat like i think if you're in martial art any martial art for as a discipline and it's something that you do for like health or spiritual reasons or whatever i think fighting stupid but like i think if you're doing something <laughs> i mean drunk fighting's funny so that's cool but like you know what i mean like practicing to fight is like sort of dumb if it's not you know, like you just kind of oh now God. you just sort of sound like an asshole but like we market drunk fight no they did that already they yeah. got it oh yeah. it's all over the internet the internet yeah. is covered in drunk fighting it's, it's funny a- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like these guys are just like about to take a swing and then they just like pass out <laughs> <laughs> okay but I, I wanted to go this direction with this conversation because I got a lot of Twitter friends who are like really, in, I have a lot of real friends also who are really into like WWF kind of stuff. And I've never understood that. Thomas, you and I were talking about it off air and you're like, it's a soap opera, Joel. That's why they like it. It's a soap yeah. opera. I, I don't get that. I don't podcast. understand that. Yeah. It still blows my damn mind. Right. Well, but that's because you don't watch or pay attention to like all the kind of like their monologues and all sort of the interviews that they do, because all that stuff is just like backstory and then they react to it and they have sort of like all these interlocking storylines. It's, it's yeah. It's weird. Is I think it's weird. I don't know. I mean, like, I co-sign with you on like professional wrestling is greater than UFC, really. Like what you're talking about is like, like the trademark Dana White UFC. Not, yeah, not, yeah. I guess all that kind of like octagon crap just sort of drives me up the wall. It's bad. I think that like they're on par in that the people who are like sacrificing their body for the sport are not the people who are making the money off of it, and right. that I think is something to you know. I mean, I mean that's probably not the point of your hot take, but <clears throat> you know, mean, at least boxers get paid. That's all I'm saying. Like college Tom football, McGregor, like college football Floyd Mayweather because he could actually make a million dollars doing it, you know. Oh, that shit. Oh, yeah. All the, well, I mean the the stupid like over the hill like UFC weird celebrity bouts are like this. Fuck, who's this Logan fucking Paul guy? Like, yeah, why yeah, the fuck yeah. Should you, I give a shit? YouTuber, yeah. YouTuber keeps beating people. I, I, I guess I do want somebody kind of to punch him in the face, but like I'm not gonna pay a bunch of money to watch it. You know, right. just watch it on the internet after. Yep. 
Nope. That's, I, he's not UFC. That guy's just a YouTube douche. No, yeah, yeah but like I guess way that, too I guess, much money. Yeah, but it's kind of in the same line of sort of like these sort of. We're like, like alienating comments. all of our potential. Yes, fans all of us. Right now, fuck we, Joe Rogan. Fuck, fuck Logan Paul. Like, <laughs> and you know what? Fuck the internet. Yes. <laughs> the whole internet can just go to hell. Now, fucking podcasts are stupid. Podcasts are for idiots. Anybody that listens to a podcast is a fucking moron. Uh, Moving on. My name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Well, I can see the moon outside my window, and it's like golden yellow here, Sam. Is it? I didn't know we were supposed to be describing the fucking moon. It was a moon podcast, actually. Did I mention that I got off work early and started drinking earlier, too? Yes! No, you did not. That's great. I'm no. Here's my hot take. And Thomas, Sam already knows this, but you're gonna like this. Here's my hot take. And it's 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 hot. You ready? Yeah. The Houston Astros will not go to the playoffs this year. Yeah, that's a hot take, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what by what logic you're. Okay, here's here's my logic, and it's like it's a hot take because like they've got like ninety nine percent chances on fan graphs or something. Yeah, aren't they like number one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Here's here's my here's my thinking. Okay, they have a really difficult schedule ahead of them. Okay, they still have to play the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Giants out of the NL West. And then, like, almost all of their games are against Seattle and Oakland, other than that. They've well, already feasted on my division the week AL Central, right? They're playing Cleveland tonight. Didn't you take two out of three? Yeah, we took two out of three. They swept us four in a row in Houston. We oh, took yeah. two out of three. But we're the, the, we're, we, the Chicago White Sox, I'm a White Sox fan, listeners, we, the Chicago White Sox, took two out of three of them this last weekend in Chicago, which is why this is my hot take, because Houston fans were still talking shit after we kicked their asses. So well, Houston fans are the worst. Yes. Oh, uh, I'm going to double hot take. Houston Astros fans, actually the worst. I always thought it was Yankees. Yeah, Yankees fans. Okay, why? Yankees fans. Yankees, just because we hate the Yankees. <laughs> Some Yankees fan threw a baseball at a at, Red Sox player oh, this I week. I saw that, yeah. One of the, one of the guys the that's actually threw the baseball in the back. Did it hit baseball. it? Yeah. What did, uh, what did Verdugo do? Because he's like pretty historically like, he likes yeah. Verdugo was, was like, like, I saw it happen in, in the wall. The yeah, first base, I was the Yankees that. first base coach ran into right field and restrained him. <laughs> and he was pissed. He wasn't going to go back on the field. They had to talk Vodugo into go. And Vodugo's deal, I love Alex Vodugo. Vodugo's deal is like he'll talk to fans. Like, like you. you no, he totally interacts with them. That's he, his he deal. You razz him and he razzes you back and he thinks it's funny. Uh, it, uh, I'm going to say the word kid. It, the, 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 White male was probably 1920 or 21, right? And he threw a ball back on the field. And I think he I think he intended to hit Verdugo. I, I do think it was intentional. 
you could tell the kid was scared shitless. It was pretty funny when security came to take him away. He is now drunk. I don't think he's drunk at all. I don't think he's old enough to drink. Me. Do you disagree? I don't. I don't know. That's my. That's my belief. I don't know. Like I expected, like Wait, somebody. Was sitting I left. expected somebody like me, who was like thirty-five and wasted, and like wearing like a tank top, like but falling it, but, down, yeah, and falling down drunk. It was like this dude is like nineteen years old, which doesn't. And he just got caught up in the moment and did it. Yeah, that that's my. Probably opinion. He probably how far away was he? Not far. Pretty close. Like, he didn't I, injure I Verdugo, but the point is, is like, yeah. we're all hecklers here. Yeah. You don't throw yeah, a fucking mean. baseball at fucking back. Ball you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wouldn't have. No, I I, I agree a hundred percent, wholeheartedly. Yeah. But I, it's just, it's just sort of an, it's, I don't know, so bizarre. It's just so fucking bizarre. The kid's mindset, whatever he was thinking, was he probably just got caught up in it because he's a Yankee fan. He's a fucking idiot. Joe, what's your, what, what was your, because he's a fucking idiot because he's a Yankees fan. That's you, like the bottom line. Yeah. Sure. So, but so your counterpoint, but, Joel, you should ask Astros, Astros, fans. Astros fans, Astros fans are the most. Let me, let me, let me run through this. Cause we're almost at 20 minutes. Okay. Here's, here, here's my prediction for the second half. My favorite part of the podcast is when we first refer to time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, Astros have a really hard schedule ahead of them. They've already gone through the easy part of their schedule. I think they're going to regress. I think the Astros, like, they've got, excuse me, the best offense in baseball. Red Red Sox? You're thinking Red Sox. I mean, it's a toss-up. I think that the... I think that the Red Sox, Astros, White Sox, once Eloy comes back, are probably a top, like any given day sort of situation. I think the I think the Astros are going to be grasped like Altuve is having a really good year. Um, Gurriel's having a little, Brantley, Michael Brantley yeah. having like a crazy fucking good year. Like maybe the Astros one through nine. Maybe they're the best the offense yeah. one through nine. Well, they're right all now. there. That's a pretty tough lineup. When they're, yeah. when, they're oh, yeah. when they have all of their offensive pieces, they're pretty, 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 pretty prodigious offense and pretty good defensively. I'm I'm suspect of their starting pitching, and I'm sort Agreed. of suspect, but I don't think I I don't think that anybody catches them in the American League. Oh wait. Okay, so here's my point. Fans? I think two. I think. You are you talking about their shitty fans? Yeah, I'll talk about their shitty fans, but I want to say this first. I think Oakland and Seattle are both going to have really strong second halves. And Mariners I've got, strength I've of got schedule. Mariners have a really like one of the easiest strengths of schedule. Right. Correct. And I think Oakland's going to face strong. I've got the A's now. The A's are, it, it, I picked the Astros at the beginning of the season. Right now, the A's are going to win that division. I got, uh, let's go with. Rays and Mariners in, in the wild card. Mm, mm. Now, what that requires is that, like, if the Astros go 500 for the rest of the season and the Mariners have to go, like, 6-10, something kind of – they have to be really good. They have to win. Yeah. Like, they have to go above 600 to catch up. It's going to be hard. This is a hot take, Joel. This yeah. is a hot, yeah. hot take. The fans, I can kind of go with though, because yeah. I think Astro fans are fucking idiots. They're all they're all like new to the game, and they think that yes. they're the hottest shit that ever happened to the planet, and it's pretty annoying. 
Sam, I was texting you about that. So you went to a wedding in Houston and you did right. feel that like Houston was a small <laughs> town, but maybe bandwagon. Is that what you were saying? Right. Yeah. I feel like they're and like when I went down there, I was like, oh, Houston's a baseball town. But I think it's probably their fair weather because like there were a lot of really crisp white Astros jerseys that people were wearing around. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> all the banners were pretty new. Like nobody was wearing the old hats, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I, you know, there were a lot I of jerseys, a, a lot of hats, and a lot of banners everywhere. You know, <laughs> you win right. a World Series, you get, you win a World Series or two, you get a you get some bandwagon fans. So that's, yeah, that's what that's why I'm happy to be a you, fan. You quote unquote win a World Series, right? Quote right. unquote win oh, a World yeah, Series. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I just got to say, fuck this guy, Michael Schwab. Are you doxing him right now? Yeah, I'll fight him. I'll fight him on the internet on pay-per-view. He's got like 15,000 Twitter followers. So, um, 115,000 Twitter followers? (laughs) What the fuck is this guy doing? He's just, he's like spreading pro Houston Astros propaganda. He's a fair fair weather. Fair weather fan. He's a fan. He was was talking shit about my White Sox after we took two out of three from them. So fuck him. Fuck the Houston Astros. Go Oakland. Go Seattle. I hate to tell you, I don't think it's going to happen. I hate. It's a hot take. (laughs) I like it. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. Sam, you ready for this? I'm gonna I'm gonna make you be the lead discussion on this next topic. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, okay. The Olympics in Tokyo, Japan. Ah, this weekend. They were delayed a year. They were supposed to, they were supposed to be 2020 in Tokyo. They got right. delayed because of COVID. Uh-huh. They're happening, or apparently they're happening this year. However, I've got a lot of uh, reservations about this. Um, well, Japan, they're starting. They're starting like tomorrow, right? Yeah, there's soccer happening at 3 a.m. Sweden versus the United States. Hey, Australia. 3 a.m. Uh, Central <laughs> Time. So in about five hours, they're starting. Sweet. Uh, we're like Swedish time. First of all, shout out to a friend of the show. Um, Dick Pound, Pound. Who, who rose the ranks in Dump on the Ump fame four years ago for overseeing the uh, Russian doping scandal that involved doctors handing jugs of pee through secret panels in the wall to KGB agents. Right, and we had a whole <laughs> joke about like dildos. Right. Yeah, it was funny. Um, And so many jokes about that guy's name, Dick Pound. Uh, (laughs) uh, Anyway. He's Canadian. He's from Canada. (laughs) They don't get it there. Um, Yeah, so anyway, the Olympics are starting tonight. um, And it's kind of already a shit show. uh, Because they didn't require COVID vaccines and 
I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but uh, you were going to talk about the IOC. You were talking about this news article that you read about the IOC right. chair and how the IOC exists only to make sure that the Olympics happen every year. Now right. I know, like in World War One, the Olympics fucking got canceled. There were no 1916 Olympics because we were right. having World War One. World War II, they got canceled twice, 1940 and 1944. We just, oh, excuse me. We just didn't have the Olympics. Yeah. So it's un- well, the IOC fucked up. <laughs> they what? did. <laughs> they didn't. Well, okay. my, my theory is that's why we have the IOC now. I bet you we didn't have an IOC then. The thing about the IOC <clears throat> is that they're really powerful entity because the olympic games are fifa kind of except for there's all of these sports that only exist in their like uh like not league but they only exist in competition and in colleges and in um like international competition because they are Olympic sports. I'm talking about like uh, the non-professional wrestling. Non-professional wrestling. No, not non-professional wrestling. But like like any any time you compete professionally in those sports, they've like those sports have been like weirdly like handcuffed by probably by the IOC, haven't they? A little bit like kind of except for the IOC also like provides funding to like to stabilize these international competitions so like, like swimming so because gymnastics the the olympics like ostensibly are a amateur athletics competition so mm-hmm. like nobody gets paid to be a runner uh, runner exactly um well that's like that's where i guess like aside from like these big marathons having purses and stuff like that, like there's like the world championships, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can't really run, you can't run track. There's no like track league where you can get a, a like a team to sponsor you. You know what I mean? Like they could run competition level track and they do like with like through athletics, through scholastic. It's college mostly though. But I'm saying like they, they've never had professional discus leagues or something like that be- right. probably because of the ioc <clears throat> well and that yeah, maybe and, gym- and gymnastics but- is another one like there's no professional level of gymnastics unless you go into like oh there's like the for the women's the, or for the for the ice skating there's like the you know like the you can go on the disney circuit but you can't get paid to do that and in, in, there's like nothing anyway sorry i'm get, kind of getting off on a tangent but it's like the the, the the international olympic committee probably makes sure that those sports don't take off as like professional entities or else they would lose their control over that sort of discipline listeners can tell that thomas gets agitated when he starts hitting that keyboard (laughs) i think that maybe the like the kind of other side of that is that like countries like you know, countries like China are always going to have like huge table tennis leagues and they like dominate the Olympics. But if it wasn't for the International Olympic Committee, there would be like no other 
um and leagues like in the world of people well, how do you know that though? like like if, if there was american table tennis league and it was like kick-ass ping pong games and you could just like be like oh an espn tonight it's like oh, there pong. is <clears throat> the americans are like also compete in you know sure. the top of the top 10 table tennis players in the world nine of them are chinese and one of them is american like that's you know chinese american probably but the ioc like props up these other leagues in other countries to make sure that there is like an international pool of competitors essentially right 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 this also gets back to like the olympics as a cold war relic though because part of the America's complaint, like why we did the dream team, was that the Soviet Union, the government sponsored all these quote unquote amateur players because everybody was an amateur. So they got to send their best. Whereas because capitalist United States, like if you're in the NBA, you'll get you're not an amateur. So the so the United States had to only send college athletes because they are ostensibly uh, amateurs. So I imagine, I don't know, maybe I'm incorrect about this. I imagine we have the same relationship now with the Chinese, where the China, China is, you know, communist kind of. Um, so like these table tennis players are sponsored by the Chinese government, technically amateurs, even though they're the best at what they do. Does that make any sense? Does, I don't know if that, that's what you guys were talking about. Kind of. I think, well, I mean, I guess my, I think Sam's saying that, well, I mean, there's a lot, there's probably, they're propping up a lot of countries. Well, I don't know. I imagine that the Olympic Committee gives a certain amount of money to every country to, you know, with some like eye towards GDP and yeah. size. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. So and then, and then the country itself can 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 allocate that money how they see fit. We, you know, like in Soviet Union or in China, they probably just take the money and then are like, well, we'll use whatever money we want from the government to run these pro, you know, do these programs right. or you right. know, to train the bad guy out. from Big, So the way the IOC works is like countries like the United States and China that have a ton of money. <clears throat> and always win all of the medals are like paying a ton of money to the IOC. And the IOC is like then using that money supposedly to like uh, encourage like sport internationally, right? So okay. <clears throat> if you, you know, if you're China or the US, right? And those are the two countries that at every single Olympic win the most medals with Russia being kind of a intermediary third, right? Well, it used to be the, like the Soviet Union dominated the Olympics for a long time. Right. Uh, yeah. And so um, did Nazi Germany. I guess I get mad because the Olympics are just like the stand in for like, we're not going to war, but like the two most important countries are always going to fight each other. Whether right. it's like, the United States and Nazi Germany, the United States and Soviet Union, and now it's the United States right. and China. And so the thing about the Olympic Committee is that they are not beholden to anybody. So they take all of that money that they get from these countries who are like 
China's like, I want ping pong to remain a like right. Olympic sport. And then the IOC is like, well, nobody else plays ping pong. You guys are the only people who fucking play ping pong. You know what I mean? Right. And they're like, okay, here's like, <laughs> and the, like millions of dollars to like promote ping pong around the world. And they're like, okay, cool. But like, China has no say, like once they give that money, the IOC is like, I need this much money to make sure that ping pong remains a viable sport internationally. Uh And then, and, but China doesn't get to, then they get that money and they get to do whatever the fuck they want with it. Right. Um, And all. So then does does the IOC walk around? What is that? That was, that was me looking at ESPN.com. My bad. Uh, does the IOC get money and then go, oh, okay, well, now we got to spread around all this ping pong money. Right. Or do they like get money and just promote whatever sports athletics they want in whatever regions they want? Well, it doesn't matter because that's none of your business and nobody gets to know that except for the uh, IOC uh, because there is no, uh, like the IOC is the overseeing body. Like there is no, there's no body that oversees the IOC. Right. They're ambassadors for sport. Um, and the Olympics yeah. is is the biggest international sports event in the world. It's bigger than the World Cup. Um, it involves... Is it, is it bigger like, than the World Cup? Yeah, it's bigger than the World Cup. It involves hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of countries, whereas the World Cup only involves, like, less than 100. Spain. Spain. Yeah. Spain. Italy and France. Right, <laughs> mostly Europe. Yeah, you know. UK likes to pretend like they belong there, but everybody knows they don't belong there. Oh, Ghana! I'm always gonna win for yeah. Ghana in the um, so right, but 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 you would so, talk so the reason, so the reason that there are the Olympics this year, even though the people of Japan were like, no. And the president of Japan was like, no. And like most people were like, no. The reason that there are the Olympics this year is because essentially the Olympic committee like has a signed contract from the country of Japan that says they're going to host the Olympics in 2020. And when they didn't host like they're like okay we're not going to host it in 2020 we're going to do it in 2021 and then japan was like well maybe we don't do it in 2021 and the olympic committee was like we're going to do it in 2021 so what you say if i'm hearing you correctly is that in order to actually cancel the olympics japan needs to bomb pearl Harbor. <laughs> I'm not even sure that would stop it at this point. All the athletes are there. (laughs) All the athletes are there now. Right. We should create an international, you know, international event big enough to cancel the Olympics. Hashtag on on behalf of Japan. (laughs) No, but that's the thing. Is like you, you can't. There is nothing that would. Well, but my point is saying, okay, so here, here's where I come in. It's like, well, apparently the IOC isn't really that good at their job because like the only thing they have to do is make sure this thing that happens every four years happens. And like in the last hundred years, they fucked that up like four times. Like that's pretty bad. Right. Except for that's like one out of twenty. So that was the thing. That was the thing. 
it's different now than it was in the 40s. Though. Right, exactly. Yeah. So the but guy they also, but they also, who is so like it didn't happen in 2020. They this New York Times article was the uh, was a profile on the current uh, Olympic Committee president. Um, and he and it was kind of about how like it's an eight year term, the president of the Olympic Committee, mm -hmm. and he got elected in he just got reelected this year, I think. Right. But he didn't get a unanimous vote, which is really uncommon. Well, he was running unopposed, um, and, and and like the con the like <clears throat> confirmation process was uh, like exactly the same as that weird televised uh, meeting of the Joint Chiefs of Staff with Trump, where they yeah. just went around the table and talked about how much they how thought he was played. fucking amazing. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it was like super awkward. Yeah, um, <laughs> I do remember that. That's fucking yeah. <laughs> Uh, I missed that one. It was so, a while ago. <laughs> I know. Do I mean, not, I saw. I saw. I remember it. Google it. Do not. I saw. Google I, saw it. I saw. I saw excerpts from it, but I kind of missed all this happening. Um, that guy uh, is so entertaining. But so it was. It's like this guy. It's like this guy and the guy before him who served for two terms, sixteen years, and was this guy's protege. And the guy before him was the guy who kind of brought it from uh, amateur athletic competition to like massive international money uh, movement sort of situation. Because uh -huh. that's what the Olympics is, like more than an athletic competition, is that it's like billions of dollars that like come into a unregulated centralized place and then are redistributed without any sort of uh govern I mean, that's, like that's ethical power governing of, body well, but that's the power of the ioc is that they sort of can bring they can bring this sort of eco eco economic system that they bring to a country you know i mean it's like when you bring you know like the olympics in sochi and they talked about all the buildings that russia built and all the stuff that they did in sochi but then like at the expense of like all the crap around it right and then like sort of the way that these sort of you know some of these countries build up this infrastructure you know and it's like when they come to rio de janeiro what do they do with all the fucking favelas and stuff like that you know and it's like it's all these sort of like there's all these international implications in the but but also I think it's ultimately so much commerce that comes to the country. So it's such an influx. Right. Of, I, it's I, like I, I disagree with you on that, Thomas, because this is my thing with, about the Olympics is that it's not good for the cities who host it. If you like like China not necessarily, it can be. Are you are you lumping it in with like if the stadium? You're, if you're like already a wealthy if you're already in a wealthy position it's like a rich get richer sort of situation uh -huh. like greece got the olympic games uh, when was that right <clears throat> they got the oh, athens olympic cool. games it was the cool. summer games mm -hmm. and it bankrupted the country because the country didn't have this the money to like like sustain it through um the point where they could make profit essentially and you know greece is a shit show now because like because of the what 2008 games was that 2004 i think he's right sounds better six um 
returned to Apple. yeah yeah 2004 but you yeah, know Rockstar did think, well with the winter games but i i mean i winter think games that that's still it's it's still even to the countries that don't have the infrastructure to support that kind of influx of tourism and like make enough profit off of it i think for the smaller countries it's like just visibility and just sort of like i mean everybody thinks it's a huge right. thing. same thing i mean it's the same thing that all kind of international support brings or any kind of support at all i mean it's the same thing we have the conversations about stadiums actually bringing money to certain areas you know like why you should bankroll these things and ultimately no. I, think, I think it's yeah. I mean, ultimately it's the development it's a developer's trap you know? and, it, and it's if you have <laughs> right. if you have the capital to create the infrastructure to do this in a proper way and then sustain it beyond that it can be a good it can be a good investment right but a lot of these countries like you know apparently greece i don't i guess i didn't know the, the depth of it but like they invested probably poorly probably didn't spend a lot of time thinking about the long-term picture on it and Ultimately, yeah, it's a bad choice. But in like certain places, they can't afford to put the, put up the money, the capital for for development. That's a that's a tough situation. But well, but also it's not like the World Cup, right? Because the World Cup is like you build a bunch of soccer stadiums, and then you can fill them with soccer teams, and people will like continue to come see them. Like if you build a track and field stadium that holds. 25,000 people, you're never going to get 25,000 people to come watch track and field again, ever again, except for at the Olympics. You know what I mean? Or in Eugene. Right. No, you're not going to get 25,000 people in Eugene to watch track and field. You'll get 25,000 people to watch football in the same stadium. Right. Well, but football is not a... It's a different stadium, though. Football is a different stadium. In, then, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. They don't play. Yeah. They don't do track. It, but Eugene's track town. You right? I'm just saying. Shout out to Eugene. You're on fire. Right. <coughs> Literally, uh, is it burning again? Oregon's on fire. Yeah. Hur- hurricane of fire. That's what I read about it. People like Joel move to Oregon. We'd love it if you lived in Oregon. <laughs> it's on fire. Right. It's only on fire like three or four months a year. Not so yeah. bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, only a burning hell NATO three or four months. Right, exactly. Uh, and then, and then, in those other nine months, it's pretty racist. Yeah, well, it was <laughs> Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this is America. This is America. Yeah, exactly. This is America. <laughs> yep. Um. So I want to I want to leave on this note because here's my last question, Sam. Let's do this in three minutes. Okay. Why, so like. It seems to me, maybe I'm fucking wrong about this, that they could have and maybe should have just canceled the Olympics because right. there is a precedent for just canceling the Olympics. Right. But my interpretation of what you're saying is that no, the businesses led by the IOC said, no, motherfuckers, we're not canceling the Olympics. Right. So Economy the- must live on. Well, and it's not, yes, yes, Thomas, but it's not even the economy. We got money to make. Fuck the little people who are going to suffer for this. But not, yeah, but not, not, not only we have money to make, we have money to make and money to make back because we've spent right. money planning for this experience, for this whole thing. Well, and, and it's also, it's like, yeah, good point. 
It's that's, like, and that's also what the yeah. IOC is doing is protecting its own interests. It's making sure that these things happen so that all the people that are put, can put money into it are going to get their return, whatever their return may be. And if this was, if this was the World Cup, then the Premier League could say no. You know, like uh, MLS could say no. Uh, all of these like professional soccer leagues that are worth billions and billions and billions of dollars could say no but, but like because where, but that's, where, that's where i compare it to fifa and i think that fifa is one of these sort of like international organizations that ensures that these competitions occur and the world cup will happen because of this and because of this and they have the same no, because kind of weird drac like creepy creepy long fingers like dracula power like the same shit it's like these weird wrinkly old white guys that are actually like drinking the blood of babies and they're making oh, no 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 sorry 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 as the producer no we no no one's actually literally sorry go ahead are we stumbling into q territory <laughs> yeah yeah we oh, we're gonna piss off q is, now too yeah it does step in there uh the that, point is, is that if there was a World Cup scheduled for this year, I bet it would be pushed till next year. I might disagree. Because, because there are professional leagues in soccer that have the like financial backing to say, no, we're not going to do this. But nobody, we're not going to take nobody in, in water polo has that. I have indisputable power. argument. Right. I have an indisputable argument for you, Sam. The Euro Cup right. just concluded. Right, but they were playing in front of fans. But that's but I, I guess my point is is like if the in World Japan, Cup were happening not right now, playing in front of fans, there are no fans there. If the World like Cup, you can't make that scheduled to happen right now. The World Cup would happen. I Agreed. Just, I think in, I think Sam would Japan. agree. Oh, 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 not in I, Japan because there are no there are no fans there. There's like saying, no money saying, to be made for right, the host country. Right. They can't sell tickets. They like. They they don't get the tourism like the Euro Cup is like a huge no thing internationally, but it's a huge yeah. thing domestically. You know, yeah. in Japan they were like only going to allow Japanese people into the Olympic Games, and now I don't think they're allowing fans at all. And so, like FIFA would like the teams, like the people that the leagues that would like be like making the money would shut that down. Yep. 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 Okay. 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 So there is no Olympic sport that the Dallas Cowboys can participate in. Right. They could probably do okay in the basketball. Well, the thing is handball. Other folks other than me have made this point that, like, we could send, like, the B squad of the Cleveland Cavaliers and they would win at handball. Team handball. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, okay. We couldn't pay them to do it, and they would never do that. They'd really, like, I'd rather cannot, ride the plane in the NBA. <laughs> All right, so we're going to cut this off. We're going to talk about this again because I am like, like Thomas is, is looks exhausted. Sam is pacing his room because he's so agitated. No, and, I also have to pee. And he has to pee. You already peed once. Uh, God damn. We had to talk through you muting yourself while you carried your phone to the toilet so we could watch you pee. God damn it. I was pretty sure that that was what was yeah, happening. We, I, I made sure to like make eye, pay, eye contact. <laughs> I was like, there's, he's looking at the camera. He's paying way too much attention to the camera right now. 
It looks like a bathroom yeah. ceiling, and he looks like he's looking at it the was, camera between it's looking known at as something a Zoom else. flex, guys. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, off. This has been Dub on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Yo, shout out to at No Nonsense, uh, Christian Yelich. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Fucking love it. I am going to give a quick shout out to cities who have been listening to us. Sam, you can go pee. Uh, Bend, Oregon, stay alive. Portland, Oregon, stay alive. Moscow, Despedania. Wait, who else did we say was... Oh, Dick Pound, friend of the show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Grand Haven, Michigan, Austin, Texas, San Jose, California. Fukuoka, Japan, Algonquin, Illinois. I'm going to scroll down here because we got Helsinki, Finland, and Kulava, Finland. So... Thomas, the uh, the 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 Finns are coming in yeah. heavy for the podcast. That's not, my, that's not my doing. I'm my my people are Swedish. Yeah, Sweden. Oh, where'd they go? Sweden is usually on the list. Uh, maybe we drove them off. Yeah, is there like is is Did you guys there do an episode without me? That was what it was. No, no, no. Two two weeks ago we did. Last week was just you. Oh, well, shit, then why aren't they there? Come on, Sweden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweden. Hey, Australia, yeah. let's go at one in the morning. Beat let's go Sweden. Up. Yeah, because is there a Sweden-Finland rival? No, but my mom says that the Finnish are just a bunch of drunk fishermen. There we go. We are starting a Sweden-Finland <laughs> rivalry. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you oh, with so knives. The, the, they'll, they'll get you in a knife fight. That was the other one. The, the, <laughs> that's they, that's what your mom you. says about the people from Finland. They're drunk they, fishermen who will stab you. Are they the Finns? Can I call them the Finns? Or is that like a weird like racial? Uh, I, think, I think that's thing? good. <laughs> was, you're playing your keyboard again. Stop. <laughs> All right. The Finns are drunken fishermen who will stab you official dump on the up (laughs) (laughs) we're going this is this shit's going straight down the toilet (laughs) (laughs) hi ladies and gentlemen hey thanks so much for listening uh follow me on twitter at dump on the up thomas and sam keep texting me telling me i spent too much time on twitter uh they long. um you can also follow us on facebook um uh, like and subscribe. You know the you know the deal. Have a great evening, ladies and gentlemen. And go M's. What? Go M's. Go, go, go M's, go M's, go Red Sox, go Red Sox. No. Well, like, that's me. Yo, uh, we gotta go. Blow. White Sox, Red Sox, ALCS is gonna get ugly on this podcast. Like you're gonna be on this podcast, Thomas. And well, Sam be, I'll I, have to be the arbiter. I'll, but but Sam you know, and it's, I will it's not, gonna not, not, not be happen. able to talk to each other. They're both gonna get knocked out in the first round. <laughs> oh, by the Astros <laughs> and the Yankees. And the Yankees. Fuck you. All right, well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Thank you.